listening to Therapy for Your Money, a podcast about all things money and finance for therapy practice owners. If you want to feel confident and in control of your financial life, then you've come to the right spot. I'm your host, Julie Harris. I'm an accountant and the owner of Green Oak Accounting. My firm specializes in working with private practices across the US, and my team and I have worked with hundreds of private practice owners. I'm on a mission to share all the best practices I've learned along the way, because I want you to have a profitable private practice. My new book, Profit First for Therapists, is available at most online retailers. You can get it in paperback, audiobook, or ebook as well. Go check it out. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Therapy for Your Money. In today's episode, I wanted to talk about what I think is on practice owners' minds. Uh, I am just back from two different events. I was at the beginning of October at the Accountability Equation with Maureen Warbach. This is an event that she put on in um, in conjunction with a course that she uh, has available, where she had a three a two day event for practice owners to really start thinking about adding a COO or an integrator into their practice. So it was a really interesting event because I got to see kind of what people were struggling with and what was truly on their minds. And then two weeks later, I went to the Anti-Retreat, which was hosted by uh, Casey Compton. And so at the Anti-Retreat, it was a retreat that's a non-retreat where we just worked, worked, worked our fingers off um, for the entire two days. And so I was there to support practice owners with the financial side of their business and really see like what's going on. We were digging in, we were running some numbers. And so I got to see, as always, under the hood of a a, a lot of different private practices and see what's going on with them. Uh, So in today's episode, we're just talking about what's what's on their mind today. As you probably already know, uh, this is a period, fall 2023, where just a lot of folks are seeing low referrals, low conversions, and low intakes. So it is kind of a domino effect, right? Low referrals or low number of calls or um, points of contact are creating then uh, obviously less appointments, right? That's just naturally what's going to happen. But we're also seeing practice owners say uh, or report that when the calls are coming in, their team, their intake team is having a harder time converting those into actual appointments. So that's a little bit challenging. And then we're seeing overall session counts are down. One of the big things that we're hearing is that productivity is really challenging right now. So no matter where the goal is for clinical sessions for the team, whether that's 20, 25, we've even heard 18, no matter what that bar is, what we're hearing consistently from group practice owners is that their team is having a hard time hitting that. And what's really interesting to me is that it does not seem to matter what that metric is, what what your expectation is, uh, the team is falling below that. So if your expectation is 22, the team is falling to uh, 19 or 20. If your expectation is 18, maybe they're falling to 16 or 17. If the expectation is 25, they're falling to 22, 23. So no matter where that benchmark is or the goalpost, they are, they, the, the, the team seems to be really struggling with that. Um, productivity is kind of a taboo word in group practice just because it feels very corporate, right? Like, oh, they're, they have productivity goals for me. But the reality is uh, 
when we are paying someone, we are expecting them to do a certain thing, right? We're expecting them to generate a certain amount of revenue in the business for this relationship to make sense. And so even though you might not like that word, we absolutely need to have expectations for team members because if they don't know what their expectation is, how can they possibly meet it? How can you know what to expect in the business? So I think what we're coming up against is a problem of sometimes sustainability where no matter where that bar seems to be, the team um, seems to have this feeling that it's not sustainable or they can't do it or they don't want to do this long term. So it's an interesting conundrum, right? Because ultimately, uh, with the, the inflation that we've had for the last couple of years, most people want to make more money. And we're hearing that also consistently. Clinicians are coming to group practice owners saying, I would like to earn more money, but I would like to work less. And unfortunately, since there hasn't been significant changes for insurance practices, at least as far as what they're getting paid, there's just not a lot of money available to do that. So profit margins are shifting a little bit. Or you're simply having to say, no, I cannot afford to give you more money because there's just nowhere for that to come from, right? Productivity is down. Uh, we cannot increase expenses at the same time. Like the math just doesn't, doesn't work there. Of all the practices that I met over the last couple of weeks, I, I would say one of the issues also is uh, tracking these metrics. It's hard to fix something that you're not tracking when you don't know what's normal and what's not. So systems, systems, systems continue to be kind of one of the big, key, important, hairy things that uh, practice owners need to tackle. Um, sometimes there's there just no systems at all. Sometimes the system just needs to improve. But ultimately, a system will allow the owner to keep an eye on what's happening without necessarily being the one doing everything. Uh, when things aren't working, it can feel tempting. A lot of owners fall back into like, oh, let me just do it myself. I know I've caught myself many times over the years doing that. And so the system is there to, to help tell you something's going on over here. Pay attention to me. Not necessarily as a marker for you jumping back in. Uh, financial systems are my specialty. So that's why I was participating in both events. And so I would love for you to think of your financial systems and ask yourself, are they giving you data at least once a month, right? Are you getting from your financial system, your accounting system, are you able to at least get a report once a month? Typically, that's going to be a financial report, a profit and loss and a balance sheet. If you have a bookkeeper or an accountant, typically you should be getting those reports once a month. Um, are the, the financial systems accessible to you? By that, I mean, are you able to see what's going on in them? For example, I met with uh, a practice owner with a really, really large practice where their accountant um, was wonderful and doing the work behind the scenes. But unless they asked for a report, they didn't have it. They couldn't log into the system and see it's this old school system that lives on the uh, server of the accountant. And I think there comes a point in a practice where that's no longer serving the practice owner. I think you should have a cloud-based system where you can log in at any time. And your report may not be accurate to today or even this week, but probably it's mostly accurate or it's accurate through last month, right? And you can kind of see what's going on, play with the numbers, um, look at it from different angles. I kind of think of your financial reports as if you're holding an object in front of you and you're just turning it, right? You can look at it you can slice and dice it. You can look at it in different ways. You can drill down to the nitty gritty information like what's in marketing. Or you can go really high level and, and look at what are my overhead expenses. 
So accessibility is one of the reasons I am a big fan of QuickBooks Online. In fact, that's all my team and I work with. Um, it is not the cheapest option available, but it is an option where your accountant will have access, you will have access, and you own the data. There are a lot of companies out there that will say, like, come over to us. We'll work with you. We have our own proprietary system. Guess what happens when you leave them? You no longer own that data. You no longer have access to their proprietary system. So I'm a fan of something that is, that is portable. Almost all accountants work with QuickBooks Online. So let's say you're working with an accountant and you decide, you know what, this relationship is no longer serving me. You can take that information and work with another accountant. So that's one of the many reasons I like QuickBooks Online. So going back to systems, if you are working with a specialized accounting firm, then you also have the benefit of advisory services as well. So you can be asking of your accountant or of those systems, things like, can I afford this? Should I add benefits? Why is my profit margin so low this month, right? Those are things that your financial systems should be able to help tell you. And in your accounting software, you should always be able to see what is your uh, gross income, that's all the dollars coming into the practice, and then also what is your net income? And that is the theoretical profit that's in the, in, in the business. I'm not talking profit first here. I'm just talking like the taxable income basically of the business. So you should be able to get those two numbers really easily. And that also helps you run a lot of other reports or KPIs like what is your average fee per session? What is the average profit per session, right? There's just so much information to be gathered from your financial reports. Um, I think you need to have a good, strong financial system. And if that's not something that you like doing, then someone else in the practice definitely needs to be doing it. Uh, something that is not related to accounting is billing. Uh, and that's a really, really important financial system. I would love for you to have really strong systems around billing because billing can really make or break your practice. You need cash to come in regularly into the practice. And so you need to be measuring for that. So what many practice owners measure are things like, what is my accounts receivable right now? What is that dollar amount? But more importantly, what is my accounts receivable over 30 days, over 60 days, over 90 days? And you want to develop metrics for your business that make sense for you. Um, and one of the questions I was asked is, what should my accounts receivable be? And it, it really just depends. It depends on um, the size of your practice, right? It's going to be very different for a $100,000 practice versus a $3 million practice. Those numbers are going to be very different. Private pay, insurance, all of those will make uh, a difference as well. Uh, but you want to figure out what is normal for you. I also want you to have really good systems around who is charging credit cards, copays, and when is that happening? And how are you making sure as the owner that that's happening? Um, and even if you have an integrator or a COO or a director of operations in the business, you need to have visibility as the owner on are these things happening or not? Uh, having clarity around those things is so, so, so important. You don't need to have a front desk person in 2023 running credit cards live, right? You absolutely can have a credit card on file. You can have someone running those cards in the morning. Um, all of that can be not necessarily automated, but batched where it's done in one fell swoop instead of being like in, out, in, out, in, out of that system each and every day. You should also know uh, what are the copays collected? What is happening on the billing side? What are our notes that are incomplete? 
once you have that data, then you can also have those coaching conversations with your team so that they are getting things to completion, that we're not dragging things out for weeks and, and, and weeks at a time. Um, so all of that keeps money just flowing into your business. That's it in a nutshell for today. Uh, no matter what size your business or your practice is, I know there is some improvement that can be made to your systems. There's always somewhere that you can tweak or just do a little bit better. If you are interested in participating in any of these uh, small group events that we sometimes do at Green Oak Accounting uh, and that I specifically uh, attend, definitely check out greenoakaccounting.com slash events. You can get on our email list and be the first to know when we uh, are scheduled to do something like this again in the future. Take care, everyone. If you're looking for accounting help, head over to therapyforyourmoney.com slash accounting to find information about my accounting firm and all of our specialized services just for private practice owners. If you enjoyed today's episode, we'd love for you to give us a five-star rating on iTunes. Just head over to iTunes, click on ratings and reviews, and give us a quick shout out. We really appreciate it. The information contained in this podcast represents the host and guest's general opinions and should not be construed as personalized accounting and tax advice. Listeners should consider all facts and circumstances before applying this information and seek appropriate advice from an accountant, financial planner, lawyer, or other professional. Any info provided does not constitute accounting, tax, or legal advice.